Welcome back, everybody, to our Let's Talk Green County program presented today by Fouch Agri-Service in downtown Grand Junction. This is Coltrane Carlson, and our guest today is our certified public accountant with Hankel & Associates, is Tom Kennedy joining us now. And so, Tom, we last left off talking about some of the tax law changes that will go into effect for next income tax filing season, so not so much this taxing filing season. But you kind of mentioned back in December when we talked about this particular topic that some will be more impacted than others. Did you mean like the wealthy people will be more impacted or the not as wealthy? You know, it'll be, I think, all over. Your retired people, they may not pay Iowa tax. You know, a lot of them because their uh, pensions won't be taxable in 2023. So, And that runs all gamuts of how much or they may pay minimal tax. Your average person, it's probably not going to be a big difference. You know, it's just going to be you get a little less deduction here and, and a less tax here. So it'll kind of wash out. It is probably maybe a net lower amount, but it's maybe not as much as you might think. And then uh, going forward from there, of course, we need to remember what kind of tax documents we need to bring to our preparers. Give us that kind of grocery list there for us. Yeah, you need to bring in, you know, the the statements you get from your banks. You get a lot of 1099 interest and dividends. Bring that in for your preparer. You need your W-2s, of course, which shows your, you know, your wages. And then if you have some investment type stuff, you'll get stuff from your investment things. That'll be the 1099. But there could be some K-1s. Some people have some partnerships like that. You need to bring that prepare. Also, you need to... Uh, be aware that if you have some investments, they're not really have to be out to you in a form. But we have a lot of clients, you know, say I've got everything. And then a couple of weeks later, they find out they, they forgot they had this W-2 or something. So just try to make sure you got everything because it just saves you a lot of time and hassle if you don't have to fix it or even amend it if you actually filed it. There's been a lot of uh, talk and delays as far as college debt payers having to pay back their debt. How does that fit into the tax filing part? You know, a lot of people that have uh, interest that they get a deduct on their tax return, which is not a big number. Usually I think it's capped at 2500 with income. You probably won't have interest to deduct if, you ha- if you've done the freeze on your payment of your college payments or your loan payments back. So that's just a deduction they may not have, but it probably isn't a big, as big a effect just because I think it is capped at 2500 And I was going to say, because uh, the interest, that was the part that was has been non-existent here for most of this year, mm-hmm. uh, which means there probably wouldn't be much to deduct anyway because of that. Yeah. So if they're not making payments, they're not paying interest. And so actually... You know, when they start paying them back, if they do, or, you know, how this all comes through the court, you know, they could have a lot of interest because I'm sure it's accumulating on the on the loans. So, but it'll still be capped at 2500 unless they change something. One curious question I had for you, Tom, is how many years should somebody hold on to their tax returns in case they might get audited or in case something were to happen? You know, you, you get, can only get audited three years back, so you should at least keep three years of your personal returns. We tell a lot of people, if you've got stuff on there, you know, if you can keep your personal, the, the main part of it, you might want to keep that forever or at least quite a bit. You don't have to keep it forever, but you might want to go a little longer on that. But, you know, the documentation, you keep what – but if you have anything that is something you're going to sell later that you bought that has basis in something – that shows what you paid for some land or something like that. You want to keep that documentation until you sell it. So it could be forever. So uh, just a lot of different things. It's kind of a hard question, but, but three years is all the way they can go back. And so we, you know, in like sales tax, I think it might be six years. So you just got to kind of find out, but if you seven to 10 years is always probably a safe on most everything. 
And then give us again those deadlines of when people need to file their federal and state taxes because that has been readjusted since the COVID area is, is behind us, hopefully, as well as uh, how people can file extensions if they need it. Yeah, the the deadlines, I think April 15th, which I think maybe is the 18th this year with with the holidays and Monday or, or whatever, the, and then April 30th for Iowa. So federal's April 18th and Iowa's usually April 30th. And that's when you can you, you have to file and or pay the tax. If you file an extension, you still need to pay the tax, but then you don't have to file the return for federal's till October 15th and Iowa on October 31st. Okay. And then I know there was a big rub last year and I think even two years ago where people were filing away their taxes, but it took way longer than normal years for them to get their returns. What are you hearing at the federal level? Is that people, should they expect that case this year? A lot of that stuff was due to the COVID payments and stuff like that. People said they got them, they didn't get them, or they did get them. They said they didn't get them and we filed the returns on what they told us. So I think that delayed a lot of things. I think if you do a electronic file, you know, they've been pretty good at getting them back. If you have something wrong on the return of social security number, then that's when stuff gets really slowed down. So you just make sure you got all your stuff right and the information you get your preparers correct. And and then that'll help speed it up. But if it goes sideways with the IRS, it's going to be a while because they are really backed up. And so if you have to have a correspondence with them, that gets really slow and gets to be kind of painful. But if most of the time for most people, it works pretty slick, but uh, just got to be careful that you've got everything in. And, and if you receive something, you you show it. And on the COVID payments and, you know, the, the rebates that they got and just be, they started sending out forms the first year they didn't. So that made it a little, little uglier as far as getting that under control. So hopefully that is behind us now and we'll get back kind of into normal. Is there any other common mistakes that people make when they're trying to file their taxes that maybe you'd like to get ahead of the eight ball on? You know, uh, it's hard to say. Just make sure you've got all your your income. If you just don't want to get a letter, make sure you don't miss that 1099 or something you forget and you get it in the mail. And if you go win some money at the, the casino, make sure you've got, if it's over the limits, you got a, the statement from them to to show because that stuff, if you miss it, then you're, you're going to get a letter because that all gets reported to the IRS and just make your life a little miserable later on. And then give us that kind of magic time frame of when people should call their tax repair to get ready. Yeah. And you've got everything, you know, I think it's better. We like it better when you've got everything and then you bring it in. You know, sometimes it gets harder when clients bring in a couple forms here and then a couple forms later and a couple forms later. So I guess I would, if help for best practice probably is when you think you've got everything, bring it in and all at once. And then it's the sooner, the better, you know, because it, it takes a while. The returns are getting harder for preparers to do. There's more information that we're required to tell them. There's information, you know, for all the credits that you get that we have to sign off on. So there's just a lot more for us to do, which just slows our process down. So the earlier you get it in, at least in our situation, then the better off you'll be. And that's our guest for today's Let's Talk Green County program. Here with our certified public accountant is Tom Kennedy joining us once again. You're listening to Let's Talk Green County, presented today by Fouch Agri-Service in downtown Grand Junction, your channel seedsman. We'll be right back with more here on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network. 